Okay, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to another podcast episode. This is actually the first interview that we're having in the new rebranding that we have, the Coaching Seekers Declassified, where we tell you the secrets that coaches have to go through, right? They, they have to pay to learn these secrets, right? So we're going to go ahead and declassify those secrets, tell them to you so you can go ahead and turn your knowledge and expertise into an online business like our wonderful guest, Dustin. What's going on, Dustin? How's everything been, brother? How's it going, man? Everything's been, been good. It's been real good. And you, you call me my government name, Dustin, but most people know me as Red, but that's totally Red? fine. Okay, awesome. Yeah. So we'll call, yeah. him, we'll call him Red. We'll call him Red. That's amazing, brother. So it's funny because me and Red were talking about like how we connected. And it's like, let's start there for a second. The power of social media, right? Like nowadays, most of like my closest friends now is people who I've met through kind of social media and we develop this bond and this connection because we're I try we're going after the same type of goals that none of my you know I, I call them real friends like my in-person yeah. friends can connect right I don't that's know if right. you have the same experience yeah I have like one other friend that's actually a coach in real life and I'm always like going to her but everyone else it's like they don't they just don't get it <laughs> it's a whole it's a whole nother world that's what I'm saying and, and it's funny because, like, obviously, I still talk to my, I guess, real friends, like I call yeah. them. And then they're just like, what? Like, how? That doesn't make sense. And I'm just like, but you can do this and this and this. And I try to explain it to them. And I'm just yeah, like, I'm sure. so excited. And she's like, and they're like, no, this doesn't add up. I just go to my nine to five and I'm happy. And that's song I'm like, you know what? As long as you're happy doing it, that's the most important part exactly right like if you're happy yeah at your job like i'm never going to say like a job is not necessary because obviously they are as long as that person's happy doing that like i have a good friend that she's extremely happy being a nurse and i have another person like she's he's extremely happy being in the military i'm like okay good as long as you're happy doing what you love i feel like this is a, a it becomes a problem when you just drain like you feel draining you don't want to get up and go there and i guess that's a little bit about what you do do you only work with coaches uh red or do you work with just anybody who's kind of burned out or creatives i i work um mostly with creatives that would be my desired niche but with yeah. that i mean i'm i'm open to working with people that want to be creative because i feel like a lot of like i feel like everyone's creative and yep. there's this stigma that only artists or only musicians can be creative but i truly believe that businessmen business women are creative people that are nurses like you said like scientists because you have to approach life with this creativity and that's one of the big things that i mm. like to remind people of but yeah i i like to work with the people that already identify as a creative person but yeah. i'm opening to helping people discover their creative creative identity that's kind of the way that i've i've been coining it recently and people seem to really um, gravitate towards that because for my my story was i always grew up feeling creative i tried out for my band the band and middle school and actually didn't yeah. make it and instead of like accepting that i turned to art and i got really into painting and sculpting and i was in art most of high school started rapping in 2008 was a really? rapper for, yeah i was a rapper for a while and now as far as my creative outlet i play drums for my church and that's a, a big part of my life now as far as the creative side but i say all that to like i've always known that something creative was in me and then I've yeah. seen these other people that whether it's circumstances, whether it's childhood traumas, whatever it may be, at some point 
were put into this box of only certain people can be creative. And I, I don't think that's the case. And one of my big goals is helping people discover that creative identity. And just ultimately, it, it kind of leans into life coaching. So it's it feels kind of all over the place. But truly, my, my hope is to help people find that identity. Because ultimately, our identity isn't rooted in what we do, but who we are. Who we are yeah. I, I like to help people get that, that mindset shift to start mm -hmm. with. And then once you realize I am this person, then you're able to be creative out of your true identity. I love that. I love that. And yeah, and like I'm I'm a big believer in that. Like it's like and we'll get into this, right? A lot of people feel like, well, let me ask you, I want to know your opinion. Can you change your identity? Can you change kind of who you are, or can you or is it like who you are is who you are and that's it? I would say that I feel like there's it, it could be viewed different ways. I believe that we do have in our core being an identity. Yeah. I feel like through life and through situations, we can adapt to what we aren't truly are. So, uh -huh. so like it goes back to what you like what I was mentioning earlier. Say little little Benjamin was in a a class growing up when he says third grader and he's in a class and he's growing up and he's drawing something and little Susie looks over at his drawing. He's supposed to be drawing a dog. And she's like, dude, that's trash. That looks nothing like a dog. You're not an artist. You're not creative. Yeah. And he believed that little seed that was planted into seed, his yeah. stop. So he goes on the rest of his life thinking mm -hmm. I'm only going to be an accountant or nothing against accountants. I, and it's so great, but like, I'm only going to be blank not really truly feeling fulfilled because uh -huh. deep down he wanted to be an artist and it's like i feel like we get off track sometimes 100%. and part of what i part of my goal is just helping people see themselves the way that god sees them because I, I like to put my faith in it really big Love and it. i truly believe that we were called and created on purpose with a purpose and yes we are created with an identity but we have to almost discover that identity I love and a that. lot of and a lot of times we don't see it from the right place because we aren't looking for the right place for that I, makes sense. I absolutely love something that you said. And it was, you know, when we were a little kid, someone told us that we weren't good at something. And yep. then guess what happened? After a long time, we started believing that. And then we started telling ourselves we exactly. weren't good at something. And we went and we go through our life thinking that we're not good at that. But it's because one day one person said something that we weren't good at. And now we truly believe it, and then we turn ourselves consistently over and over and over again. And it's a funny story. And I was actually just talking to a client of ours about this um, because it's me and my girl. We do everything together. And we were on the call. And five years ago, we've been dating for eight years. About to be nine years, right? Um, and we were always saying, like, I always was terrible at video. Like, you can look at my old YouTube channel, like my old YouTube videos from, like, four years ago terrible terrible in video terrible in my like it was just horrendous because of my accent and it was just something that i grew up with and it's and that hit home because it was just like wait do i really suck in video do i really suck at talking or is it because when i was younger everybody was like oh you have a terrible accent oh you don't know how to speak english oh you don't know how to do this you don't know how to do this and i truly started believing that is it because of that or is it just because i'm just not I haven't I just haven't practiced enough. Right. And right. it's like when you get to that point, 
I feel like your identity can change because your identity yeah. is given to you yeah. most sometimes and most of the times by your surroundings. Exactly. Right? Am I correct? Yeah, yeah I, I, th I think you're right on. And it's it's exactly like you said. I mean, when we go back to you mentioned somewhere along your life, you've you've heard from someone that you know, yeah. like you said, your your big thing was you weren't great at speaking English. So it was people you thought you weren't going to be able to speak with clarity and confidence on video. Yeah. So you begin to think that and that identity was formed and that mindset was formed. And if we're able to really shift out of the, that limited fixed mindset into that growth mindset, then we truly begin to walk in that purpose and walk in that I identity. Love I love it. I love it. And it's a hundred percent true, man. It's a hundred percent true. Cause if you told me five years ago, Hey, Jonathan, you're going to be doing a podcast. I would have laughed in your face. I would have been like, there's no yeah. way. There's no way I'm going to have a podcast. There's no sure. way I'm going to have a YouTube channel. There's absolutely no way I'm going to go live. Um, but five years later, so many things have happened. And now it's funny because now I was editing my girl's video and she was always better than me on camera. And now I'm like, why do you make so many mistakes when you're talking? And I have to sit here and edit a video and edit a video and yeah. edit a video. And I'm just like, I edit my video. I'm just, look, I only made three mistakes. Why? And it's funny because now, like, the roles yeah. have changed. Yeah. And it's like, oh, no, this is unacceptable. And, it, and we just like to play around with it because it's, it's yeah. honestly extremely funny. But, yeah, like, I think identities can definitely change because they're given to us. Like, I don't think anybody was kind of born. I mean, maybe you were born with a certain creativity or something. But yeah. we develop everything as, we're, as, we're, as we grow. Exactly. So that's amazing. So Dustin, let's go ahead and take us back. Take us back. You told us a little bit about All your right. childhood a little bit. Um, because I want to know who Dustin was or like who did he dream about being when he was a little kid? Like who was red before? Right. Right. Okay. So if we go back, I mean, growing up, I, I always had this, like I said, this want and this desire to be creative it, yeah. it it grew and evolved over time like for instance i got to the sixth grade and i i mean i've always had been involved in sports i've always like mm -hmm. done things and really like went after like performing and like really earning that and we'll get yeah. to that a little bit deeper in the story but i would say so we started sixth grade and i get the opportunity to try out for my drum line so wow. it's like it's right around that time that the Nick Cannon movie Drumline was on. Yeah. It's like that I was obsessed with, oh, I want to be on the drumline. I want to go to college, <laughs> do all that thing. So that was like kind of one of the first dreams that kind of came out. And I was like, okay, let me go try out. And I tried out, thought I did great. Apparently I was more fit for trumpet. But that was just a nice way of saying you can no. do this yeah and it's, it's, it's it's a no and yeah. i mean honestly i was crushed so i completely put the idea of playing drums to the side and i was like okay what else am i passionate about what do i want to do and i was like i really love like drawing and being creative what if i took an art class so i took art classes learned about being an architect i thought that idea of creating houses drawing houses and making something elaborate and cool from scratch was amazing so yeah. i started like really going after that and then i come to find out you've got to do a lot of college and a lot of math and math was definitely not my strong suit so i was like architecture is not my thing and i and i played baseball and i loved baseball and i would have pursued that but again it's like i just wasn't gifted that natural ability to be 
in the MLB. So like I, I really had all these passions growing up. And then I at 2008, I really nailed down to being a rapper. Like I wanted to rap and that was going to be the dream. So yeah. I, I went after that like all in went to college for music production because I was like, I'm going to find a way. And that's kind of, I feel like God really gave me, gave me that ability of like finding a way. When mm. someone, either someone said no, <laughs> told me I couldn't yeah. do it, that drove me to want to do it. But also like not allowing my situation or circumstance to stop me. Like for instance, I, I didn't grow up super rich. I was probably middle class, a little lower middle class. So I, I wasn't going to have the money for studio time. So I was like, yeah. I'm going to have to learn how to do this. So my first mixtape in high school, I was a sophomore. I had like a hand-me-down Dell laptop, probably beat up my, my older sister had. She <laughs> gave it to me. And I was like, let me find this audio, um, this free audio software so I can record myself. So here I am with this free audio so software on this beat up little laptop in my closet. And I was like, okay, I need a mic. I have a USB, had an Xbox 360 rock band. They have a mic. Let me plug that in. So like yeah. I was really resourceful. And it's like that Tony Robbins quote, like you don't need the resources. You need to be resourceful. And yes. that's always been like something that's been in me is like I find a way. So I'm going after rap and I'm doing my whole thing. I, I'm, I kind of fast track the story a little bit. And we get into um, the end of high school. I graduate. I, I've been going to college for a little bit. And I get to this place because I had transitioned into wanting to be a Christian rapper because it was actually Christian hip hop that brought me to, to God and my, my yeah, faith yeah. was this this idea of like, you don't have to be so religious and in a box like you truly can impact people with with your different unique styles. And that was just something super cool to me. So I was running after this this becoming a rapper being a christian rapper impacting people because i always had it deep down is like i wanted to help people i wanted to yeah. impact people because i was always in a space that was like I, I can be really charismatic really excited and passionate and encouraging to people so how can i do that and music was something that i loved so i was marrying the two worlds and then it got to this space where i, I truly really grew in my faith and i would i felt like it was time to just put down rap I didn't really know what the next step was. I was also playing drums at the time, but it was mm -hmm. just like, you need to stop focusing so much on rap because it's become your identity. And I was like, mm -hmm. what does that even mean? And it was like, I, I, I like to use the example of Chance the Rapper. He literally put it in his name, but for me, it was the same thing. And it was like, if you can put down the thing that you think you're supposed to do, who are you? Because so many times we get into that space of like, we are what we do. Like when we, we have a conversation with someone, we're like, so what do you do for work? It's like we get so caught up in that idea of we are what we do, but we're not human doings, we're human beings. And through that journey, I, I got connected with a, a coach that helped other coaches kind of start businesses. And from the, the jump, I, at that time, I was trying to do like affiliate marketing because I'm, I'm, I'm now a stay-at-home dad. So I was like looking yeah. for a way to make money and still be present, present with my family. And then it, it was in a conversation with him and a, a, another friend of mine that was a coach. And they were like, you just have this passion and this, this motivation that you could really coach people. And I'd never really thought about that until then. Yeah. So I embarked on this new journey of coaching and this idea of, really being able to help people with my 
my talents and knowledge. So that's where it came back to the fact that I had a 10-year career in rap and music. So I was like, I know like what it's like to go after something like that, to have failures, to have successes. And, you know, I've been, I, I was in, I did the video editing and media for a, a, a YouTube channel that had like 150,000 subscribers and they were also on Daystar. So like I had all these different bits and pieces of like video and SEO strategies and all like the, the technical stuff, but also the mindset stuff. And I was like, how can I bring all this together? And that's where we came to here to where we are present day where I, I really want to help people discover that. And that's, it's where we, we we've gotten to so far. Uh, wow. Well, honestly, bro, you dropped so many gems that you probably don't even know. That saying, we're not human doings, we're human beings. That's going to stick with me forever. That was amazing. But not only that, it's just like, we, that is so true. Honestly, it's 100% true that it's like, oh, people embodied their job as their yeah. identity. Oh. Yeah. Um, Jonathan, well, I, you know, background story about me, I didn't, I never had multiple passions. I only had one and I yeah. only had one goal my whole life was just to become a professional soccer player. That is it. Like I just played soccer when I was five years old, I'm going to become a professional soccer player. When I was 10, I'm going to become a professional soccer player. When I was 15, I'm going to become a professional. When I was 18, same thing. The goal never changed. It was always the same. I went to Europe to play. I went to Colombia to play. I went multiple places to play. But that was always the goal, to become a professional soccer player. And I was always, like, known as, hey, Jonathan, the soccer player. That's yeah. my That was my identity. My identity was playing soccer. And I still play soccer, so I guess it's still part of my identity because I, I yeah. still haven't left it. Like, I still train every day. I still play every day. I still play games. Like, I'm still – that's still my identity, soccer, right? But it also happens with jobs. It's like, hey, I'm Jen, the financial person, financial assistant. Or I'm Joseph, the doctor. I'm a doctor. That's my identity. So what would you say could happen? Or when, let me ask you, when you broke up with that identity, in some sense, because you had to kind of break up with that identity because you yeah. gave up that, did it feel like you were giving up part of yourself when you were giving up rap? Or how was that transition? Was that transition rough? Or was it just like you knew you had to do it? Or when, yeah, like when was the moment that you knew you had to do that? So towards the end of, I'd say it's 2018. So yeah, I'd been rapping for 10 years and I had a moderate amount of success. And it's funny, one of the last songs that I put out was one of my best performing songs. And you would think, yeah, I, what I, you? I would feel like it's time to keep going. Yeah, And I thought I, it was, but then something in me, and I, I really feel like it, I attribute to my faith and God was almost saving me from a catastrophic like crash and burn because yeah. I feel like, yes, we have these gifts and these talents, but they can get us in rooms, but it's our character that's going to keep us there. Yep. And back then my character wasn't what it is today. And mm. it's, and it's like, I had to learn how to live the life that I was rapping about in order to be the person that I truly am. But it goes back to, like you said, it became such an identity for me is when I put it down, it did feel like part of me had died. And there was yeah. this weird, there was this weird limbo I was in for a while where I was like, so who is, 
Dustin Wallace, who is yeah. red. Um, yeah, because everyone knows me as red. It's just been my nickname. But it's like, who is me? Who am I? And it's like, it came to this crazy identity crisis. But it was that idea of like, if I don't find who I am, then I can't do what I'm supposed to do. Because if you are going, because I mean, there are great gifted and talented people, and you've seen it so many times, they get to the top of success. And then it's like one scandal or one crazy mishap and all of a sudden they're addicted to drugs and they've lost all their their fame and fortune and they crash and burn and i personally think it attributes to where they are with their own identity because if we're chasing this this sense of success or sense of fame and this this crazy lofty thing that we're never going to reach then we we've missed the mark because i believe true success is being being faithful in the life that you have like if you're if you've got a family if you've got a spouse you know being present there with those people taking care of your for me it's taking care of my son and i've got another another one on the way it's going to be taking oh, care of them and being yeah. present with my wife like it's it's like oh there's a, there's a bible verse that says like if you do all of this and i'm totally paraphrasing it if you're doing all of this, but you're not doing it with love, it's like a clashing symbol. It's like yeah. noise. And it's like, it goes back to what you said. If you're not doing what you love, then it's always going to feel like a job. It's always going to feel like work. But if you're doing what you love, then it's never, you're never going to work a day in your life. It's like what they say. And yes, but to circle back to your question, it did feel like a part of me had died, but it's, I feel like, we go through this rebirth of we we have to really realize that who we are is not what we do and mm. it's really hard to wrap i mean we're in this age of like hurry and grind and hustle and all that is amazing until you're not making time for what really matters most oh, yeah. and if you don't have the balance and i mean you say it's a balance but it's really an ebb and flow because there are going to be times that you're super busy and there's going to be times you're not busy at all but it's like realizing that rhythm and knowing that rhythm and scheduling that rest that's how you're not going to get burnt out that's how you're going to live a life of purpose and meaning mm, that's amazing honestly because like that's kind of what you do like so at that moment like for example you just gave up you went through this process of like you know who am i what were you working at the time or or no or that yes, was your yes i was i was i was working so i was working for it's like a ministry uh she was uh, a business coach but like biblical based business coach so okay. she would go do speaking engagements for like business, big business conferences and church conferences. And she had a YouTube channel. So my job was, I, I kind of was in the ground floor of her growing to success. Yeah. So I was the media department. So, I mean, my plate was way full and that's partially where the, the burnout comes in for me. It's like, I had a full plate at my work. I was editing videos, multiple videos a week, editing a TV broadcast for a once a week broadcast, editing audiobooks audios like special engagements wow, okay. i was managing like her her emails and like that whole thing i was doing a lot of things on my plate 
on top of like after hours, I would stay after in my office because they, they gave me per, like permission, but there, there I was rapping. Like, so I'm like recording an album after hours and my office on days off, stuff like that. Then I'm also serving my church. And it was just like, I was doing all these things. And yeah, they were all great things, but I was trying to earn and perform to get um, my, my approval and accept, acceptance and my love. And it came to that tipping point where obviously we we got into a space of the the lockdowns and stuff. So stuff like we got to be alone with our thoughts. But up until that, like before that in 2018, it started to begin. But it was like, yeah, it's like you said it. I was in this space of I had to do so many things that I had to stop and say no. And there's so much power in no. And I mean, yeah. we, we hear it all the times, but I mean, you got to own your no so you can have that power in your yeses that's amazing that's amazing now let me ask you a question did that did that like realization or did that moment that you realize is like hey it's time to let this go was that before you your first kid or was that like the reason why that was before yeah the rapping was before my first kid uh we had him in 2020 so oh, okay. so yeah so it was after this oh. and it was in again it was like so everything was, happened for a reason like it just it, happened exactly. at a perfect moment exactly and like i was in a space because I, I started this job the job that i was in and the job was like she was kind of like christian female tony robbins it's like the way that yeah, i kind of yeah. explained it <laughs> and like by editing her videos i was inspired to really continue to go after that dream of rap which was the big dream at the time so yeah. i'm going after that i had my vision board you know i had my things on it but it then it came to that space where like somewhere in the mix of doing all the things i just felt like it i needed to put that down in order to really truly find who i was and mm. it sounds so counterintuitive and countercultural because we're so in a space where people are looking to do the big thing we we have the celebrities we have the influencers and all that is amazing and i'm all for that i mean i think we could probably consider ourselves influencers to a degree yeah, to a degree, but it's yeah. like if you don't it goes back to like what we said if you don't truly know who you are then how is it going to be sustainable for you to do all these things love that i love that i love that so guys first thing don't let your job dictate who you are because it's not the job can go and you don't right. not going to lose your identity if you lose your job if yep. you know who you are 100 percent. yeah and i would piggyback off of that you you gave a great example of you saying that you had this big aspiration to being a professional soccer player right yeah and you would say that you didn't necessarily reach that right no not to the level of success that i wanted no 100 percent. exactly no. so instead of allowing that failure to make you think well i'm just gonna go work a nine to five or go do something lesser than what i truly want to do you let that be a springboard for you and you've grown this great successful coaching practice yeah. and all the things that you're doing and i i really feel like that's attributed to that that tenacity that you have and not allowing a setback to stop you and i really feel like that's what really separates successful entrepreneurs and coaches from average and unsuccessful is they are willing to fail and to fail forward 
Yes. Because I mean, I can yep. go on and <laughs> yeah, I can go on and say, uh, not a rapper, failed rap career. I've started plenty of silly businesses along the way. Like I had a, a t-shirt brand that failed, but none of those failures defined me, Find but you, they yeah. did because I learned from them. And as long mm. as we're learning from those failures, then they're not failures. Yeah. No, man, I a hundred percent think that I was a sport that I was driving. That had such a driving factor to train every day, to try to make something because I know what it takes to like be successful. And I was thinking about it all the time. And I talk to everybody around me all the time. It's just like, if I worked that hard to be a pro soccer player and I still didn't make it, that just shows me that I have to work harder. So what do I do now in my business? I have to work harder than anything. Right. And like, I want to go ahead and talk about the burnout in just one second because I feel like that's a For very sure. important aspect. Sure. Um, but that that's just like I'm just a type of person, right? Like my girl is more about balance. I'm not about balance whatsoever. And I don't know if you can kind of tell that with my energy, but like I'm really not. Like my girl was like, I was like, I literally had this conversation with her to um, last week, and I'm like, I'm starting a daily podcast, and she's like, No, you're crazy. You already have seven calls a day you're gonna have a daily podcast like are you insane and i'm like no i'm doing it because i want to go ahead and spread my message even more like i'm go like i'm always at a go 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 right um so and let me ask you a question for people like me in some sense like i don't really feel burnt now i haven't not yet at least <laughs> maybe it's coming right but do you think that you feel burnt out when you don't truly understand or love your message or your mission or do you feel like just anybody is like at one point going to burn out i feel like it could be a little bit of both okay but i think it first starts with we get burned out when we're doing too much of the things we don't love mm. because if you're filling up your calendar with all of the things one that are your weaknesses yeah. And two, bring you no fulfillment, then of course you're going to be burned out because 100%. it's it's like a great example is say you, you have a business and you're trying to generate leads or you're trying to do sales calls and you really want to do the coaching. You really want to speak to the people or you want to have the podcast or you want to make the, the content. That's yeah, what you care about. But you don't care about the generation leads. Yeah. Yeah. You're not you're, you you don't want to get into like DMs or you don't want to sell people because yeah, that's yeah. not the things that you want to do. So say those are the two things you don't want to do, but you do them and you you really put all your attention on them because you want to strengthen your weaknesses. And yeah, strengthening weaknesses is great, but I would propose the challenge of delegating it because when you're doing the things that you dread and the the things that don't bring you fulfillment then you are going to get burned out but if you are doing all the things that you love then of course you're not going to feel the burnout because it's like you, you mentioned you want to do a podcast this brings you joy right this brings you fulfillment yeah, that's why yeah. we're why you're even pressing record and putting it out there but also with that you can't i do feel like you can burn on hundred miles an hour to a point yeah. that you will run out of gas. 100%. But, that's, but that's where it goes into when you schedule what schedule what you schedule gets done. That's that's the quote that's always lived with me. So you must schedule that rest within your day. Like and that rest would look different for other people. Like it may be you have one hour a day that you just decompress that you're not on your phone. You're not 
doing anything. You're just taking time with yourself or it might be in the morning, but the the key is (laughs) rest is going to come with you. And there was a a quote. I love the way that it put it as rest is coming for you rather than rather as delight or discipline. Because if, if you put rest in your schedule, then you won't ever have to worry about burning out. But if you don't, then it will be a discipline and it will come to you because one, your body will, because a lot of times we, we get super passionate about what we're doing and yeah. we neglect our physical health yes. or we neglect eating. I don't know about you, but I've been going for hours and then I, I take a moment and I'm like, I haven't had I'm lunch. A, I'm a little dizzy. <laughs> I'm a little lightheaded. And you're like, yeah. I haven't eaten today. So yeah. it, it comes up like the things that we need will come up. And if we don't schedule it, then it won't get done. And the next thing you know, we do crash and burn because I know that it's a lot harder to go backwards and be recharged that way and to recover than it is to to plan for it. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's like when our, our phones are, are going and they're on batteries. When when we go to, to zero, it goes off, right? Completely yeah. off. We have to go find a charger. But if throughout the day we're like, oh, my battery's getting low. Let me take a moment put it down yeah, for a second oh, i love that i love that then, then we're able to realize like when we schedule it it happens and i i, I oppose that to anybody that that is going through this this sense of oh i'm not burned out because that's all and i glad i'm so glad you covered that because yeah that's amazing because at some point you are doing something that is rejuvenating you but i would also challenge you because as a good coach with when it comes to coaches and coaching people like you're not there to be best friends you're there to coach them and to see blind spots and i would say that get someone that can help you see your blind spots because we all have them we only see we only see one 180 we don't see 360 and like you don't need a coach or mentor but you will go further faster and be in this for the long run if you do have a coach. And that's why I'm so passionate about people having coach and having coaches yourself because, I mean, I don't know about you, but I have a coach because I want to to be in this for the the long haul. Yeah, 100%. And and it's funny that you say that, that I have something that decompresses me. And it's 100%. Like for two or three hours, I'm playing soccer every single day. So I completely – and I tell my girl all the time, and I'm like, I completely forget about business. I completely forget about clients. I completely forget about responsibilities for those two hours that I'm playing soccer. It's like, I like it's the funniest thing because I'm as soon as seven o'clock hits, or like no, six o'clock, at six o'clock, I'm driving to the field. Boom, six o'clock hits, I'm driving to the field. I'm there from seven, six to nine. And from those three hours, I'm not thinking about business my phone is completely like in my bag i'm just running and running and running and training and training and having and just i'm not even thinking about anything i'm just just thinking about i'm just in the moment and i feel like that is extremely important to have i don't know if you obviously you're you're the expert in this but do you feel like that's what's keeping me insane that throughout the day that i can work because i know like for two three hours i'm not even thinking about this Yep, exactly. That's that's it. That's your rest. That's your Sabbath uh-huh. that you've you've scheduled into your day. Like for me, I work out. So I'll start yeah. my day with a workout. When I'm working out, I'm not thinking about business. I'm not that's thinking funny. about the things that drain me. I'm thinking about the things that are filling up my tank or I spend time meditating on. For me, it's meditating on God's word. And it's yeah. in those moments 
that I'm being recharged. Now, necessarily, it's not necessarily being completely still or sleeping or resting, but it's doing something that's recharging me. So sleeping or, doesn't really count. It does, but it doesn't, you know, like, because obviously we do need sleep. Yeah, we need it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, but I would say really, really incorporate something that's going to feel, I, I, I say it, feed your soul. Because for mm -hmm. you, like, there's something about going and running and yeah. And, and doing all the soccer, I, I'm not a soccer guy, so I couldn't <laughs> give you any. I was going to give you some cool metaphor there, but yeah, yeah. like all all the turns for that, like that is what gets you. For me, it's playing drums and playing drums for my church and stuff. But even just sitting down at my drum set, nothing near me, just me and the headphones playing drums. There's something about it. I'm not thinking about anything else. I'm in that moment, and that's a big point part of it too is being present in the moment. And mm -hmm. it's not, you're not worrying about what's next. You're not what, worrying what you about what happened. Yeah. You're not worrying about what's tomorrow or what's coming up after this or what's happened before you got there. Cause I know a lot of times we, we come into a space and we're thinking about the day we had, you got on a bunch of calls. They, they didn't go as well as you had planned, but the second you step on that field, you're there to play soccer. I'm there. I'm you know, and yeah. that and that's what's recharging you. And yeah, if there's anything that I could say to the people listening, is find that and schedule that and make that a, a daily part of your routine, and you'll be able I to go further, farther. I love that. I love that. And it's funny because, like, you know, my girl, her the charging station or charging station is the gym. Yeah. At yeah. the gym, I'm the one. I'm thinking about business twenty four seven. Like if I'm yeah. working out at the gym, I'm just at the gym doing my, and I'm just, I don't even know that I'm working out. I'm just moving my arms <laughs> and I'm thinking yeah. about business and it's so weird. And I'm, I mean, I listen to Beethoven music or like classical oh, yeah. music at the gym. It's like some, some crazy weird stuff, but I'm just listening to like music and I'm just thinking about how can I grow up with the business? How can I do this? What if I do this? What if I do this? And my mind, my mind is going at a hundred miles an hour. That's why. And I'm me and we go to go to the gym, and then I'm my girl sees me coming, and then she goes the other way because she knows I'm gonna talk about business. Yeah, and she's like, exactly. No, not now. Like right exactly. now is my time yeah. to recharge. And I'm like, oh, but I have this brilliant idea. I have to tell you. It's funny. I I never really thought about it that way. What is it's cool, guys. Honestly, if you guys are understanding what you know we're talking about with red is, you have to find something that's yeah. gonna help you recharge. Whatever it is, go back to when you were a kid. Go back to what you enjoyed doing or what you enjoy currently doing and do it. Set out, schedule it out during the day and just do it for a few because that's what's going to help you keep pushing forward and not burn out. Because if you go 100 miles an hour without recharging, because when you sleep, you sleep, but you're not thinking, right? You go 100 miles per hour, you're going eventually going to crash and eventually you're going to, you're going to you know, fall on your face and stuff. So. It's important to have that, honestly. Now putting it this way, like I, it's honestly pretty dope that I had this one thing I didn't even notice. Yeah, and it's almost like people don't understand hobbies, but essentially it's a hobby. Yeah, because it's not something that it's life or death. It's not something that's gonna make or break you, but it's something that you feel most alive and most mm -hmm. present in the moment. And now you say that about working out. It it definitely has to be drums for me because I'm, <laughs> I can I can be the same way working out because I'm really into working out and putting on podcasts. Yeah, and they, they might be whatever they might be faith based, but they 
lately now growing yeah. this business they've been based business on business thing. growing so then i'm like in the middle of my set i'm writing down either a tiktok script i've even recorded yeah. some tiktoks mid set and i'm like That's wait funny. i'm still working no wonder it's not but yeah it's not but working it's right totally totally different when it comes to me playing playing drums because playing it's drums. that outlet and i and i say this to creatives too because I, I mostly work with creative people is a lot of people they forget that they're working the thing that is their creativity so say mm -hmm. if music is your creativity and that's your job quote unquote your career then i would encourage you to find another creative outlet find another way to express the creativity that's not make or break whether it is painting or photography because it's when we do have that thing because there's a guy there's a rapper i follow and he does a lot of like photography but with film so it's like a really crazy process you got to go develop the film in a dark room and to me that sounds like a lot of extra work i, I would not be into i would not nerd out on but yeah yeah he loves it but that's not his career that's not what he's making money from that's just a hobby he has and mm -hmm. that's his way of finding that that recharge so finding that that being most present that's in the moment funny. that is that, that's pretty cool that you say that because like I talk a lot about, hey, turn your hobbies into, into a business, right? Like I talk about that all the time. Like I came, I came a different route. I came from a digital marketing aspect. For sure. Like my first business was a marketing agency. Like yeah. I was like, it's funny because I'm like, listen, I have this trip to Europe to play soccer, but I got this car payment. How am I going to make this happen? <laughs> right. right. So I was like, started googling online. Okay, affiliate marketing sounds pretty cool. Uh, job shipping. Oh, interesting uh marketing agency huh this sounds cool let me just study so i you know went all in i started my marketing agency and that's kind of what fed my you know i think that was like maybe six years ago now seven years ago um so it's been a, it's been a while since i had the marketing agency i mean i still do recently i stopped taking a little bit of clients i'm restarting it again soon but is it's that one thing it's just like if you turn your passion or your hobby or something that you, for example, let's say you started teaching kids how to become drummers, or you started teaching people how to become a drummer for their church. Yeah, definitely that, in the five-year plan. <laughs> that's gonna be the best. <laughs> it's definitely there, just not yet. <laughs> but no, I I totally agree. So at that point, what's gonna be your decomposing? Do you have to find something else, or is, is it gonna be playing with? You have to find something else, I guess, at that point, correct? It would either be, I feel like it would either be finding something else or it would be doing it with a different hat on. Like I, I love to put it this way is when I'm coaching some of my clients, I've said it because I, I coach a lot of people is multi-hyphenate. I think that's the term that they use on TikTok, but it, basically you have a lot of passions Yeah. But and you want to go after all of them. But essentially mm -hmm. when you go after two rabbits, you catch neither, right? That's the same. Yep. So I, I put it this way for, for some of the clients that I, I talk to is like, I, I won't take off my hat because my hair is a mess, but picture in front of you, you have various different hats mm -hmm. and each hat has to do with a different skill or a different approach of what you're doing. Mm. So say, say that one of them's your, I'll use an example. There was a guy, he was an, he's an attorney, but he's also a singer songwriter and had a, a record deal in Nashville. And I'm like, well, yeah. dude, that's a, that's a flex. You need to be proud of that. But he didn't see himself as that anyways. So I told him like, when you're in the middle of everything and you're getting overwhelmed because you feel like you're not putting your time where it needs to go. When you're an attorney, keep that hat on. 
put that hat on. You're you're in that focus. You've got that tunnel vision. But then when it's time to be a songwriter, take that hat off, put on the songwriter hat. And I I, I feel like I would approach it that way. So say five years from now or so, and that that's definitely a part of the goal is I want to turn this hobby of drumming into something that's generating income. If I still want to keep drumming to be a part of that where I feel most alive, then if I'm teaching people and that's where the avenue of the income and the business side comes from it, then when I'm teaching people, it's teacher hat, drum teacher hat. Mm -hmm. But then when I'm playing for pure enjoyment, it's I'm just drumming. It's just that's, one with the drums. And it's when we're able to make that. And it's so simple. And that's the whole thing of all this. Is a lot of times we overcomplicate things. Yes. Yeah. And that's our whole goal as coaches and consultants is we just want to help people simplify the complicated things. And it's yeah. really as simple as that, is if you can truly just make that shift. And for me, I have to have the visual shift. Like if it's physically putting yes. on a metaphorical hat it's like the thinking cap that's where the, the whole the whole metaphor came from but it's I have like, the, yeah i have the different shirts like let me tell you this story because i think this is hilarious um i started creating youtube videos and i challenged myself i'm like you know what again because when i start something i like to go 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 and i was like i'm gonna challenge myself to do a youtube video every single day this year every single day i got up to day 26 and i'm like i already wore this shirt <laughs> And that's the one thing that made me skip a day. Man. It was like, I already wore this shirt. People are going to think I don't have enough shirts. Like, <laughs> I get like that. I, I, I went to that's, three, that's so real. And I'm like, what is going on? And I stopped uploading videos for a whole year because of that. Man. And I'm just like, I look back the next year. I'm like, I think it was, um, yeah, and the next year, I'm just like, I'm such an idiot. So I literally went back online, bought seven of the same black shirt. And if you go back to my TikTok videos, um, if you go back to my TikTok videos or my YouTube channel, like let's go back to it right now so I can show you. Every single video, I have that black shirt. Because now I'm just like, <laughs> no, like, look. Like, I don't know if let me cover my face. Well, you see? Yeah. Every video, I have the black shirt. Oh man! And almost every single video, That's I have awesome. the same exact black shirt, and I'm just like, you know what? This stopped me from creating content. Now this is going. Every time I create content, I'm going to put a black shirt on, and that's oh, my, I guess, content identity or content. It's like, okay, now it's time to create content. As soon as I put that black shirt, yep, it's go time. <laughs> yep, I gotta and find then, one podcast as well. There you go. <laughs> and it's barrier to entry. That's like the fancy way that they put it is a lot of times it keeps people from starting is yeah. there's too many steps to get started. Cause for me, when I first really going after this on TikTok, and even in my podcast, because I started my podcast at the beginning of this year, which I'm more focused on TikTok now. But when I was really going after the podcast, I, I came from the background of the YouTube that I, I helped work and we had multiple DSLR cameras. We had a whole separate studio with the lighting. She had a teleprompter that someone else was running for her. Like she was like top level polished, perfect. Yeah, and that's yeah. amazing. And I think that's great. And that's something to strive to. But if you're just starting out and one, you don't have the resources for that. And two, you need to just start in order to grow into that. I had to just be like, okay, I've got an iPhone. 
And that's what we're going to, that's what we're going to use. And again, it goes back to that resourcefulness, but it goes back to the other idea of don't put too many barriers of entry to get started because it's so easy to talk ourselves out of something when we start thinking about how many steps we got to take. Like you said, uh, I don't have enough shirts. Uh, dude, I still think about that sometimes or hats. Cause I, I mean, this is a very distinct hat and I've worn yeah. it plenty on videos and i'm like oh man they're gonna think he only has one hat why is he wearing that, that it, weird... yeah, it eats you up alive and then like the yeah. same thing with my hats like i bought five of these hats so every single time i have this same exact hat and i'm just like you know what like whatever like i got to that point but i completely agree with you on that it's just like i have three ring lights looking at me right now completely unnecessary right like completely unnecessary i had yeah. like but it's just i don't know do you think it's just like the people, how do you, that's a good question. How do you overcome that in some sense of just getting started? Because I'm also that type of person, just like now I have all of these ring lights, but at the same time, it's just like, I use this little ring light for the longest amount of time. And I would just put my phone on yeah. it. I would just put my phone on it and that was it. That was literally it. That's how I got to 12,000 followers on TikTok with that little ring light and my phone and just banging them out all the time. But the, how do other people overcome that perfect? I mean, I guess you can call it like that perfectionism. Oh, I don't have enough equipment. I don't have the I don't have the nice camera. I don't have the nice microphone because I have three of these microphones and I'm only one person. I don't know why, but it's just like I want everything to be perfect. But even though like yeah. I still go no matter what. But how do you overcome that? In some sense, because I know some people like actually stop. Oh, for sure. Get started because they don't have that stuff. I would say at the end of the day, it's not people aren't going to see you and see those little imperfect things that you pick out. Like they're not going to see, oh, he doesn't have an amazing DSLR. He doesn't have the blurry background everybody wants. Yeah. He doesn't have three point lighting. Like they're not seeing that. They're hearing the value that's coming out of your mm -hmm. mouth. And yes, you want to have the clearest audio that you can. And I would even. <laughs> argue to say do your best to get a mic first and stand outside yeah. and there's your lighting because audio is more important than the video aspect in to a video, degree yeah, but, aside, but aside from getting all wrapped up in that because like me right there i'm getting wrapped up in that just thinking about it but at the end of the day people aren't there for you they're there for them mm -hmm. and that's the hardest thing to wrap ourselves around and that's what I feel like was the biggest thing that I learned from my journey up until now is I was so wrapped up on people's opinion of me, but it doesn't matter what they think about me or you watching it. They, it matters about how you can help them and how you can serve them. Cause ultimately that's why any of us should do what we do is that's the bigger goal is like having that community is at the end of the day, people aren't worried about, oh, you've got so many followers or, oh, you've done X, Y, and Z. They're more concerned about how you can help them. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And like, it's, it's funny. It's funny because people, I know people personally that like, have so much knowledge, but they're like, oh, I just don't have the right camera. And I'm like, bro, you have an iPhone 13. Like, what are you talking about? That's a, one of the best cameras <laughs> there is. Like, let's be honest. It has three different angles. <laughs> exactly. Right? So, no, that's amazing. And like guys, if you guys have knowledge, if you guys don't even know that you have knowledge, I'm sure that you guys have a life experience, have some type of knowledge that somebody out there needs to hear. And the worst thing is like, let me tell you guys a secret. 
and I, I'm pretty sure Red is going to agree with me. Listen, it doesn't matter if you don't have the perfect equipment. It doesn't matter if you don't have the perfect mic. It doesn't matter if you don't have the blurry background or the three-point lighting because at first, nobody's going to be listening anyways. <laughs> right? Yeah. Nobody's going to be listening anyways. So by the time you actually have people listening, you will have the mic, you will have the ring lights, and you will have the camera because it takes time to get there, right? At first, nobody's going to be listening. And that's the biggest tip somebody gave me. It's like, Jonathan, why are you worried about so many things? You're going to get one view anyways. And I'm like, yo, that's kind of that's kind of harsh. And I'm like, but it's true. It's true. Don't worry about those yeah. minuscule things. The only way you're going to get those things that you want, those ring lights and all of that stuff that you want, is by actually getting started and getting it moving. Yep. Because by episode 50, by episode 100, by episode 1,000, that's when you're going to start getting listeners. Not episode one or episode two. Exactly. It's so, And there's that statistic, right, for people that start podcasts. is most podcasts don't make it past episode seven. That's crazy. And it's that that's a big key in consistency. And that's yeah. something that I, I speak more than anything else is, okay, find something you love, right? And this is talking to those people out there. Like, disregard how great your equipment is and think, what do you love? What are you passionate about? And commit six months of your life to going after that and to making that into whatever it may be and see what happens because it's that consistency. And like now I'm not saying commit six months and you're going to work on it for one hour on this day. And then 10 days yeah. later you work. I mean, every day set on your set a reminder on your phone for every day, you're going to spend X amount of time every single day working at that and see how, how much further you are at the end of those six months. Yeah. And I even challenge you guys. It's like uh, Russell Brunson said this He's like, I challenge you to publish every single day for one year yep. and all of your money problems are going to go away. If you have oh. money problems right now, literally pick up the mic, pick up the phone and start publishing. Cause in a year from now, you'll see how far you've gotten and how many people you've affected. A lot of people, when they start businesses, they focus, they start with, okay, how can I make money? Obviously, mm -hmm. but you should focus on like, how can I help people? How can I serve people? And do I actually have an audience to serve them? If not, you need to start building the audience right now. Yep. Because by the time you come up with your offer, you need to have somebody to come in to give it to. But people get stuck. It's like, oh, no, I'll start creating content. I'll start publishing when I have my product, when I have everything so I can monetize. You're not going to monetize it because nobody knows who you are. Nobody is knowing what you do. And that's one of the most important things. Publish, 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 publish. And that's one of the biggest reasons why coaches, um, secrets declassified came about. Like it was something branding completely different. But now it's all about bringing people like Dustin, sharing their expertise, sharing their knowledge, and showing you guys that it's possible to become an online coach. It's possible to monetize from a rapper to a coach. That's kind of crazy. It's wild. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> that's kind of crazy. So Dustin. Let me ask you one last question, brother, or Red. Sure. If you could change something about your journey, or if you could have done something about different about your journey, if like I give you this water bottle that's empty and you drink it and you can go back 10 years of your life, would you change anything? Or would you just let everything just happen the way it happened? 
think about it. This decision could change your whole life because I don't know how long you and your girl been together, right? Like, I don't know none of that stuff. Like, you right. have a kid right now. Like, a lot of your life could change. Would you completely change everything knowing that it's like, damn, like, I might not marry my wife. I might not have my kid anymore. Or would you just let it be? I would say yes and no. Uh, <laughs> I know it sounds it sounds like such a um politically correct answer, but no, uh, I wouldn't change any of the things that happen because I truly feel like our to a degree, our circumstances and how we combat and how we accept our circumstances create us into who we are. But if I could change something, I would say that I would be more people focused sooner because mm. for so much of my life, I was so focused on my dream and what I was going to accomplish. But it was, oh, this is the kicker. This gets me excited because when I flipped that and when I became, like you said, a servant, when I had that idea of serving and helping people build their dreams, my dreams came to mm. life. And like, and and I use and I I help creative people because I I had that heart for people that are creative. Like I wanted to be that rapper. I want to be that successful musician that wins the Grammy, that's on the Super Bowl halftime show. Like name it, the big things. Yeah. And granted, if I would have got those things, I would have been happy. But I still probably would have been chasing things, never really truly satisfied. But then now I can think. I'm going to help this person and that person. And I always think back to like, I'm going to help the the younger me. And we, we hear it said so many other times. And that's, that's would be why I would say, no, I wouldn't change anything other than be more focused on helping others sooner. That's yeah. Amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing. I absolutely love that. And yeah, sometimes that's what it takes guys. Look at yourself within yourself right now and ask yourself, who was I 10 years ago? And that, is usually going to be your ideal client. That's the person that you need to help because you already you have 10 years on this person. 10 years on this person. Think about it. If your future self could give you an advice right now, would you take it? I would. Yeah. If 10 years 10 years from now Jonathan, 35-year-old oh, yeah. Jonathan can tell me, "Hey, do this one thing." I'm I'm 100% doing that one thing. And that's oh, yeah. the effect that coaches have exactly. on you come on and that's that fact that you can have on others yeah that's the power of coaching i don't know if you agree with me oh i agree 100 that's awesome and I, I i would also go to the next level of we are in a space where everybody and their mom and dad want to call themselves a coach and yeah. it's getting a bad rep because people are only in it for the wrong reasons they're in it to get rich quick but if you can submit yourself to truly helping somebody then yeah, the the financial freedom and all that stuff that will come. Yeah, if you truly commit and want to help others, then that's what's going to take you to the next level in your coaching and consulting career. Because I mean, before they called it coaches, there was mentors. Before it was paid programs and high ticket yeah. offers, like there was somebody somewhere, like an an old uncle or like I, I can think back. I worked at a Mexican restaurant growing up and it was the boss that really spoke life into me 
that truly got me to get into the mindsets that I am today. I even had this guy, a guy from our church, not related to me. I called him Uncle Cliff. (laughs) He was so like smart business minded. He would, uh, he had bounce houses, which uh, there's a whole nother thing. Like if you're looking for another side hustle business there, get you a bounce house and rent that out. But anyways, he took young, like still in high school me. And he was like, you want to ride with me to go put up this bounce house? I'll pay you X like 20 bucks, something silly. And I was like, yeah, man, I'll go make some extra money. Why not? Yeah. But but it wasn't that, that I'm excited about. It was the fact that he taught me about rich dad, poor dad. He literally like would play these audios of like just business help and like these podcasts. And that was kind of like the first seed that was planted to me to be an entrepreneur now. But I, I say all that to say that like coaches matter and those mentors and coaches in your life yeah. are definitely going to take you to the heights and the levels that you cannot do alone. Because I mean, 100%. we cannot do this alone. No, 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 absolutely not. Honestly, it's literally you're buying a shortcut to success. That's what you exactly. that's what coach is. It's literally he's giving you a game plan or something that he already went oh. through. Yep. And he's giving it to you. But yeah, I don't recommend you getting a coach. Honestly, this is my opinion. I don't recommend you getting a coach that is a million steps ahead of you. Oh yeah. Don't because that person probably yeah, he can tell you how to go from, you know, let's say 10 million to a hundred million, but he probably forgot about how to get to ten thousand dollars. <laughs> right? Yeah. He probably forgot about how to get up to a hundred thousand. Um, so just look up two chapters or three or 10 chapters ahead and don't look in a whole different book series. That's my analogy yeah. of the day. No, All right, Dustin, so where yeah. red, where can we go ahead and learn more information about you? Um, obviously if the listeners want to go ahead and say, Hey, I, I think I identify myself as a creator, as a creative and I, or creator or content creator. Yeah, <laughs> Um, how can I, how can I get a hold of a red? Um, and yeah, how does that look like? I would say best two places to find me, follow me, reach out to me is TikTok and Instagram okay. on, on TikTok. I'm at coach dot red Wallace. I'll put and it then, down. Below. Yeah. Yeah. You put it below. And then yeah. Instagram I'm at red Wallace coaching awesome. and either one of those find me, look me up and I is would there- love to help you. Is there any keyword? Let's go ahead and put a keyword. Let's uh let's say let's say hmm. what keyword can we put? Say keyword. DM him, DM him uh black shirt. DM him black shirt because black, black shirt, shirt black shirt story, right? <laughs> yeah, perfect black shirt story. I love it. Yeah, DM me black shirt. <laughs> DM him black shirt, so he knows like exactly. It where where it came from yeah. awesome guys yeah, guys thank you that. so much for being here and listening thank you so much for you know watching us talk and ramble i hope you guys found some value in this podcast episode i know for sure i did and remember the key points and one of the key points and takeaways that i'm taking is always find the one thing to help you decompress so you yeah. don't get burned out that is 100 percent. i'm always about go 100 miles an hour go 100 miles an hour but also have that one thing that keeps <laughs> yeah. you balanced I didn't sure. know I had it, but I had it. You had and it. Look at that. Just, thank you, Red, for making me realize that I had it because I always yeah. have a person, just, no, just go, just go, just go. Eventually you'll crash, <laughs> but don't worry about it. Just go. <laughs> right? Yeah. Which terrible advice. Have that one thing that balances you out. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, Red, for being here. I really appreciate it, my man. Any last thing? I appreciate you for having me, and I look forward to hearing from all you guys listening right now. Can't wait to connect with you. 
All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Coach's Secrets Declassified. Talk to you later. See ya.